In short, there are three things that last, faith, hope, and love, and the greatest of these is love. Okay, so I'm going to read Psalm 91. feel assured that this is the important version to be stating. He that dwelleth in the secret place of the Most High shall abide under the shadow of the Almighty. I will say of the Lord, He is my refuge and my fortress. My God, in Him will I trust. Surely He shall deliver thee from the snare of the fowler and from the noisome pestilence. He shall cover thee with his feathers, and under his wings shalt thou trust. His truth shall be thy shield and buckler. Thou shalt not be afraid for the terror by night, nor for the arrow that flieth by day, nor for the pestilence that walketh in darkness, nor for the destruction that wasteth at noonday. A thousand shall fall at thy side, and ten thousand at thy right hand, but it shall not come nigh thee. Only with thine eyes shalt thou behold and see the reward of the wicked, because thou hast made the Lord, which is my refuge, even the Most High, thy habitation. There shall no evil befall thee, neither shall any plague come nigh thy dwelling. For he shall give his angels charge over thee, to keep thee in all thy ways. They shall bear thee up in their hands, lest thou dash thy foot against a stone. Thou shalt tread upon the lion and adder, the young lion and the dragon shalt thou trample under feet. Because he hath set his love upon me, therefore will I deliver him. I will set him on high, because he hath known my name. He shall call upon me, and I will answer him. I will be with him in trouble. I will deliver him and honour him. With long life will I satisfy him and show him my salvation. Welcome to Love Lighthouse podcast broadcast for today. This is for Sunday and it's the 9th of May 2022. So welcome to our broadcast today. Let's get started. I have got so many broadcasts for you out on Facebook. It's an elite profile page. I've deleted so many. Now it's just a very kind of um, peaky one right now. So I don't know how many are seeing it but hopefully you'll get a chance to go and check out the videos there because they're so important right now Um, they're based on one of the broadcasts that came out on the word of God um, from Ezekiel talking about the chambers the fortification and the showing off of these to the house of Israel well to the house of Israel that's not of God I would assume and it was basically just said that this was all to 
show them their inequity, to make them realise. And I thought, well, like, what is the point of just showing folk their inequity? And like, you know, well, there is a strong point, even although this is before the New Testament, there is a strong point. And it would be <clears throat> so that it shored up for them to understand the difference between where they are and where they need to be. So that they can understand that there is more, I would say. So they can understand what they need to start to do to make progress in the levels of protection and fortification with regards to um, their relationships, their spiritual fortification, not just that very basic um, physical fortification of the chambers, for example, but more importantly, right at the heart of it, coming from a New Testament place, from a Christ place, it's the spiritual side. And you see, this is why when we start to talk about the spiritual aspects, we hear um, that, you know, some follow on, they can understand that, but some fall away from the faith um, because they put too much emphasis on the physical side of things and they don't understand Christ in terms of the Holy Spirit. But hopefully you'll grab onto this and keep going, keep running with it, and you'll understand that new and next level, which is so vital that we really hone into. Well, here we are today um, on Sunday, and we're going to see what comes up apart from that. But those are the main messages and why we've got this on Facebook occurring. You know, it's called Just a Tour, and it's all about this fortification. Some great videos there to really listen to. They're going to continue for 14 or 15 more different um, videos on this, and I'm just going with the flow of the Holy Spirit on them. So do go and check them out there. And you can listen to a multitude of different broadcasts that we have here um, for the run-up to this Sunday as well, and that will probably no doubt go on beyond um, Sunday too. And thou, Lord, in the beginning hast laid the foundation of the earth, and the heavens are the works of thine hands. The Epistle of Paul, the Apostle to the Hebrews, chapter 1, verse 10. The next verse 10 is, For it became him... For whom are all things, and by whom are all things, in bringing many sons unto glory, to make the captain of their salvation perfect through sufferings. And the next one. Wherefore I was grieved with that generation, and said, They do always err in their heart, they have not known my ways. Okay. This is about understanding, you know, where we are. It's coming to the realisation that, you know, well, we are on a level and a process um, of progress where God can work through us. God is the be all and end all, the almighty, um, omnipotent one. But we in our human form, even having the Holy Spirit, are still going through sometimes which are interesting. And my name, for example, in this human existence, points back to God's victory, to the fact that God is the Almighty, but yet here I am 
with God working through me. And although I understand that victory, there's still things that I have to kind of like, you know, I go through as well. And um, <laughs> this is perfect. It really is. It's a perfect example because I was listening to someone's video earlier on and they're not in the faith and they couldn't understand it and they were speaking and targeting towards a certain group of which I could be thought of as being a part of. And interestingly, they thought that there was something going on behind the scenes, like, you know, going through a particular type of <clears throat> situation, but presenting is happy. And I'll tell you, I know and I understand why they're doing that or why they think that way. It's because they don't have the Holy Spirit. They can't understand how people can, you know, be happy and joyful like, throughout even the challenging times. They can't understand that because they don't do that themselves, no doubt. Pile of makeup on their face and that's nothing wrong with it. If that's what they want to do and it's fun. Um, but, you know, they're clearly covering up what life is like for them and it's like, no, there's nothing being covered up here. Much of it is brought to the surface, but it's there, it's presented. It's like there's nothing hidden to God. What we go through and what we have gone through is in the world and that's it. It's silly to think otherwise, although we know there are different realms and levels to what other people are given access to and all the rest of it, what they're not. It's still out there, it's honest and it's there, but we, <laughs> excuse me, genuinely do feel joyful despite these different things, especially for example, like let's say, um, you know, I talked about this the other day there and like, um, you know, I understand what it could be like, how some people could find it um, difficult you know, wanting support right then and there when they're going through tough times, but they've already got that. And when they just understand it and be thankful, then they're in that place of being able to have joy about it, even although it might feel physically somewhat different from the reality which is spiritual as compared to the physical reality, like, let's just say, a person isn't there with you physically, but you know that they really care about you and God really loves you. And so it's like going from that sense of the them physically not being there to like the reality quickly of they love and they care for me so much. And then you're feeling that. It's like, yes, these different situations can be occurring, but because we have Christ, that love of God, that's why we have the ability to stand in that love where others might not. So they might think it's pretend because they can't understand because they can't feel that because they don't have Christ. I understand why you feel that way. But we, the two of Christ, we feel good. We are standing in that victory that even when such things present themselves, like it would seem like apparent sufferings, like we can stand in the glory. You just heard it there. And from that second number 10, and that's because God creates everything, the beginning and the end. And that type of godliness running through us, that type of wisdom and clarity 
is what keeps us buoyant when others don't. It's not anything to pretend about. It may seem that way to, to others that don't have God because they are sinking all the time and it's that's a trajectory to hell. But it's not that way for those in Christ. Let's read this one again. For it became him for whom are all things and by whom are all things in bringing many sons unto glory to make the captain of their salvation perfect through sufferings. And I guess the reason that this has been brought up and targeted and the reason that I have been open to um, seeing what these different types of people are saying and their lack of clarity that they have and how we need to tackle it is because of this, I believe. Because God's actually grieved with that generation. Number 10, before I was grieved with that generation and said, they do always err in their heart and they have not known my ways. Well, clearly that person that was saying that doesn't know, they can't comprehend. They're like, this must be what's happening. It's like, no, <laughs> no. Your many spirits, in other words, demonic realm, aren't going to help you with that. Um, that's what's making you err in your way. And I don't mean that to you, to every single one of you listening. I'm saying that specifically thinking of that person who couldn't understand how there could be this joy. And they're like, there must be like something behind the scenes that's going on. Um, you know, and it's like, no, there's not. And... The reason they think that is because they're erring in their heart. They don't know the ways of God and that's why they can't understand why we in Christ can be joyful yet go through um, different things and still like hold the victory. It's only because they don't have God and therefore they don't know God's ways. Glory to God. Awesome. You see? Like, for example, I could, that's all out in the open, I could get really annoyed with that. But I am so happy that that's been utilised. I feel successful, I feel productive today with that because I feel like it's clunked on um, to this particular point which needed to be made and will help other people. It's bringing to the light an area of reality it's establishing us in Christ, but it's also bringing to light to help other people that can't understand the error in their way, that don't know the ways of God and can't understand that, you know, what Christians are going through. Um, Like, you know, how can they still be that happy? It surely, like, not, like, yes, because you don't know the ways of God, you think that way. This is being brought to the light. So, therefore, instead of me being like, Oh, that's really terrible. That's really like be upset for like a million years, like they would be. It's like this is really good. I'm so victorious. Like I feel really excellent. Like it's like um another chink, or perhaps would have been a chink in the armor. Is like that solved? It's sorted. It didn't even exist. It never existed. Because here's the light on this proving the armor is strong, and here's why. Okay, so wow, what a great Sunday um, mentality. And I do believe that this actually does connect somewhat to the liturgy 
and I haven't looked specifically today to go on that. As you see, I'm going with the flow of the Holy Spirit. So let's see how the Spirit connects with the liturgy for today as well. I just want to look over and I do believe it's about connecting with the pagans and that's what this has just done. Glory to God. So let's see. Um, Sunday's one. Yes, <laughs> we must turn to the pagans. Paul and Barnabas carried on from Perga till they reached Antioch in Pisidia. Here they went to synagogue on the Sabbath and took their seats. When the meeting broke up, many Jews and devout converts joined Paul and Barnabas. And in their talks with them, Paul and Barnabas urged them to remain faithful to the grace God had given them. The next Sabbath, almost the whole town assembled to hear the word of God. And when they saw the crowds, the Jews, prompted by jealousy, used blasphemies and contradicted everything Paul said. Then Paul and Barnabas spoke out boldly. We had to proclaim the word of God to you first, but since you have rejected it, since you do not think yourselves worthy of eternal life, we must turn to the pagans, for this is what the Lord commanded us to do when he said, I have made you a light for the nations, so that my salvation may reach the ends of the earth. It made the pagans very happy to hear this, and they thanked the Lord for his message. All who were destined for eternal life became believers. Thus the word of the Lord spread through the whole countryside. But the Jews worked upon some of the devout women of the upper classes and the leading men of the city and persuaded them to turn against Paul and Barnabas and expel them from their territory. So they shook the dust from their feet in defiance and went off to Iconium. But the disciples were filled with the joy and the Holy Spirit. The word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. Oh my goodness. See how all that links in there. Okay. So you can understand like, yeah, I don't even have any like upset or hate towards these people. I want them to get this. And I'm sure this is passing this on. It's turning to the pagans to help them. This is brilliant. Okay. And of course, you can understand why they're filled with the joy and the Holy Spirit. Um, it's also because they can see, like, for example, when people behave in a jealous way, you might think, well, how is that like good? How, how is the effects of that good? I can't explain it. I really don't. Well, I probably could explain it if I really tried and if the Holy Spirit wanted me to, but it's not something I really go like majorly in depth with. All I can say is it's just a strong, <clears throat> it's a strong sign of the, the position um, being so, so high um, and so, so valiant and victorious. It's a sign. Um, when, groups of non-believers band together they show themselves up and they show the difference you know if there's jealousy and or there's like a kind of like you know shoving aside it kind of promotes 
even further those in the spirit. It's just very promotional. It's um, a setting apart which shows that you're not like them. And although you'd want them to be able to have better eventually, it establishes the level of awesomeness, amazingness that we are inhabiting um, with the Holy Spirit. It shows that. So it's like a kind of clear level of knowing and showing. And it's like you know or you hope that those others will come to that eventually. But it's just a very clear, obvious statement in the Holy Spirit and by other people to um, present oneself and those um, that are being treated in that way as being very good indeed. And on the right trajectory, it's establishing, it's beautiful. So that's why, there you go. Um, so what a great way to link in with today's liturgy. Mm-hmm. Yep. Okay, here is another version. I'm sharing different versions of Psalm 91. Um, it's called In the Holy Spirit. It's the assurance of God's protection. You who live in the shelter of the Most High, who abide in the shadow of the Almighty, will say to the Lord, My refuge and my fortress, my God in whom I trust, for he will deliver you from the snare of the fowler and from the deadly pestilence. He will cover you with his pinions and under his wings you will find refuge. His faithfulness is a shield and buckler. You will not fear the terror of the night, or the arrow that flies by day, or the pestilence that stalks in darkness, or the destruction that wastes at noonday. A thousand may fall at your side, ten thousand at your right hand, but it will not come near you. You will only look with your eyes and see the punishment of the wicked because you have made the Lord your refuge, the most high your dwelling place. No evil shall befall you, no scourge come near your tent for he will command his angels concerning you to guard you in all your ways. On their hands, they will bear you up so that you will not dash your foot against a stone. You will tread on the lion and the adder, the young lion and the serpent. You will trample underfoot. Those who love me, I will deliver. I will protect those who know my name. When they call to me, I will answer them. I will be with them in trouble. I will rescue them and honour them. With long life I will satisfy them and show them my salvation. <laughs> 